Welcome to Adulting in Real Life with Jada Swirl. This is your host, Jerlyn. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is a national network of local crisis centers that provides free and confidential emotional support to people in suicidal crisis or emotional distress 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They are committed to improving crisis services and advancing suicide prevention by empowering individuals, advancing professional best practices, and building awareness. The number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-8255. A255. They also have deaf and hard of hearing options. I decided to say this at the beginning of the podcast because this episode has a trigger warning. I'll be discussing suicide and depression. Where do I start? Well, I work in advertising and last year I came across this product. It was a depression drug and I had to work on it for a little bit. So because I had to Google a lot of information, eventually Facebook started serving me ads and then my Instagram did. And it just happened at that moment that I needed to take a look at what it was serving up to me because I started believing that I had depression somehow. And I started listening to other podcasts and they always had these ads for Talkspace. Eventually, I decided to try it out. I'm so happy that I did. So, I don't think I have clinical depression, but it's because of the definition of it. And when I Googled it, the possible causes include a combination of biological, psychological, and social sources of distress. And research suggests that these factors may cause changes in brain function, including altered activity of certain neural circuits in the brain. The persistent feeling of sadness or loss of interest that characterizes major depression can lead to a range of behavioral and and physical symptoms. Those might include changes in sleep, appetite, energy level, concentration, daily behavior, or self-esteem. Depression can be associated with thoughts of suicide, The mainstay of treatment is usually medication, talk therapy, or a combination of the two. Increasingly, research suggests that these treatments may normalize brain changes associated with depression. So, who knows? It's possible that at that point I was going through it. So today, I want to talk a little bit about self-care. And Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain People I don't know personally, but if I had to compare, seem to be successful people that I would look look up to. Maybe people I would admire. I've stopped looking for role models because all humans are flawed. Years ago, I learned not to envy others because I never know what they're going through. What saddens me about these situations is the loss. I experienced loss in my early 20s and it's pretty much set the tone for my life up to this moment. I brush things off, I ignore things that seem like a waste of my time, etc. But 
the thing is, when a death occurs, there's there's a people around them that get affected as well, and we can't ignore that. We also can't ignore what caused those people to take their lives or something happened to take their life. I wrote on Facebook today, the older you get, the quieter you become. Life humbles you so deeply as you age, you realize how much nonsense you've wasted time on. I reflected on this because suicide seems to be when people have lost all hope and they think ending your life is the only option. I've felt that before. I did last year. I was just thankful that I had the support to get me out of it. I had someone to talk to daily about it and trust my boyfriend. And while I'm just wondering, why doesn't running help me anymore? Because if I was stressed out prior, I would just go for a run and everything would feel okay. However, somehow working out was not helping at all. <laughs> I've been more aware of my approach to comments on my feed when I see them now. I try to comment to people by sending good vibes or requesting that if my friends want, they can reach out to me to talk. If they talk to me directly, I am genuinely listening. I'm not there for advice unless asked. I take the time to be invested because I care as a friend. However, if it's something beyond me listening, I encourage them to reach out to professionals. Last year, I was struggling. Not because of the work or my talents, but something immediately changed. And I usually don't post on Facebook changes that are going on in my life. Like, I don't think it's anyone's business. And However, reflecting now, I think I would have gotten the support system there too if I'd, if I'd asked. Remember when I say brush things off? Apparently, that protecting strategy doesn't always work. I feel like that that situation last year affected me more than I thought it would. So this is what happened. My dad stopped talking to me. With our history, it shouldn't have been a surprise at all. I've avoided saying terrible things about my father, but I can state unequivocally he's not a good dude. He might be good to his clients, but not to me. He might be great to people in a social circle, but not to me. He might be great to my other siblings, but certainly not me. Which I'm learning is okay, as now I'm an adult. The thing is, if you know my dad, don't hate him. He's actually a pretty cool dude. I'm realizing that now that I'm in my 30s, my father has joined the ranks of people who I may not have similar political views with. <laughs> and that is okay. It's always great to have a different perspective. And now I'm in this phase of my life, I often question whether I'd be friends with my parents if they weren't the one who met and made me. Like, since they probably remember me as a baby and having to change my diapers, they <laughs> probably won't be able to look at me as, oh, I'd be friends with this person. But the thing is, 
I can tell now that the only thing that I have in common with my dad is our sporting nature. Otherwise, our values aren't the same. And at this moment, our relationship is unrepairable. And I spent hundreds of dollars talking with a therapist to get me through the emotional roller coaster, which caused me to miss Father's Day last year and will be again this year. So again, I explained that I used Talkspace, which was super convenient. I emailed or I text my therapist. And unfortunately, therapy is something that seems so stigmatized as a black person. We're supposed to be strong for others and ourselves, you know. But so many things had been faltering about, around me and I didn't know, know what it was without unpacking with that therapist. And it spanned from the memories of growing up with my father. And it was such an eye-opener. Which in retrospect really sucks to realize as an adult. And the thing is, while I'm aware that other people aren't close to their father also, like they're definitely deadbeat dads, there's dads who are not around, and some people don't know their fathers. But as Father's Day approaches, I'm still affected. And it's that missing piece in my life. And that's understandable, right? However, I think what happened is okay. It taught me a lot about how important self-care was. I had been spending so much of my life making myself reach a standard and yet constantly being unappreciated by my father. And I was constantly being asked to be something I wasn't. He was tough on me, which made me who I am. However, there are forms of gaslighting there that I'm okay with him being missed in the picture. I will never regret growing up with him, and life is so weird that it's also possible that we can talk again one day. But for now, my self-care was more valuable. And the crazy thing is, <laughs> it's also very possible that he stopped talking to me too for his own self-care. Something I had to come to terms with. But anyway, let's look at what is self-care. I did some research and I came across this website called psychcentral.com and they said good self-care is key is the key to improve mood and reduce anxiety and self-care isn't a selfish act either it's not only about considering our needs it's, it's rather about knowing what we need to do in order to take care of ourselves being subsequently able to take care of others as well that is if i don't take enough care of myself i won't be in a place to give my loved ones either and we have to realize this also, I'm going to end this podcast now by saying, remember, I'm not a therapist, so I highly suggest you figuring out what your self-care journey is, whether it's taking 10 minutes to meditate or speaking to a professional, exercising, sleeping, you know, catching up on you. Those things are so important. So in this episode five, my adulting and real life tip is get yourself some self-care and my condolences to the families of Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain and I know they're not the only people who have committed suicide there's so many non-celebrities who have also committed suicide I also have a, per a relative who had constantly tried killing himself and now that I'm seeing his life through the, the veils of Facebook, I'm so happy that he has seemed to have, to have reached this point of his life where he's happy. 
and he has a great support system to keep him alive. Have a good one.